We're giving our first impressions and talking about what made us happy in When God Opens a Window. Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 84. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast waystation for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. And this week's episode, episode four of season five of Lost Girl, When God Opens a Window. I'm still a little confused by the name of the episode, but I'm sure we'll talk about that more later in the week when we talk about the episode more in depth. But now we're just going to give our first impressions and talk a little bit about what made us happy in this week's episode. So what were what were y'all's just sort of general impression of the episode? Let's start with you, Annie. Uh, yeah, it was all right. There were things I liked and things I was kind of like, oh, okay. But um, <sighs> first impression, Lauren, 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 <laughs> how I love your sense of humor. And believe me. You know, when you say, only I think I'm funny, that is so not true. I think you're funny. I think you're everything wonderful and beautiful and humorous, Lauren. And I am just so, so glad that Lost Girl this season really seems to be capitalizing on Zoe Palmer's dry humor and found an excuse to bring out her British accent. So I just, yeah, everything. And the lab coat was back and, you know, just... Badassness hey, all hang around. On, Annie. <laughs> I, I feel like we're getting into the things that made you happy this week, and right now we're just doing first impression. <laughs> okay, you said happy, but my first impression was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Annie does not listen to my instructions, does she, Chris? <laughs> I thought you said I'm go sorry, first. Saying so something that's why I went first. But I'll be happy to repeat it. But yeah, it was okay. It was an all right episode. What did you think, Chris? What were your general impressions of the episode? No, no, I understood. I understood the the uh, instruction here. You understood the assignment? Yes, the assignment. Thank you. I, I thought it was Annie okay. never I, understands. I actually thought it was a, a fairly decent episode. I mean, not that I don't have criticism, but overall, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought the whole episode was sort of more dedicated. It felt more like one story that was actually part of the greater story more so than like a couple different case of the week type things happening if that makes sense more so than last week that does make sense i feel about this episode pretty much the way i felt about last week's episode i don't know if i liked the episode overall but i didn't dislike it i'm kind of okay it was there (laughs) but yeah there were things i liked in the episode character-wise, this seems to be a theme for this season so far. There's things I really liked in the episode that happened between the characters. As far as the episode overall, I'm kind of about it. But I guess let's segue into talking about what made us happy this week. I think you should start since you've been gone the past two episodes. Okay, I'll start. I, well, this, it actually got, it was difficult for me to narrow it down to three because... There were there are actually many things that made me happy in this episode, but we'll start first with the Morrigan and her petulant, dramatic, manipulative, scheming, fabulous self. Like <laughs> I, riding in with a cape 
A riding cape. Who rides with a cape? The Morrigan does. Yeah. Emmanuel Roche. Right. Or the former Morrigan, I guess. Yeah, that's why I am I am conceding and calling her Ebony. I actually prefer to call her the Morrigan because that was her title. But she's no longer the Morrigan. I will call her Ebony. Yeah, like riding in like Batgirl. I don't know. She was just like <laughs> amazing. It was awesome. Yes. And then her scene with Lauren later, she was just fantastic. And then I so very much enjoyed Bo and Tamsin really using their I statements <laughs> <laughs> and having a conversation with with Mark I darting around in the background. Like that was probably my favorite few minutes of the episode was was that exchange between the two of them. And then finally, I'm happy because it seems like Dyson has finally found himself a storyline that doesn't involve his feelings for Bo. And I think it's been like at least three seasons, if not more, since that has been the case. So that makes me happy. Yes, Dyson's brutuitousness, Bo-related brutuitousness. Yes. So how about you, Chris? What made you happy this week? Lauren being like a huge, goofy nerd. (laughs) <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was enjoyable. Carbon dating? <laughs> <laughs> please keep making science jokes, Lauren. Please. Never change, yeah, Lauren. Lauren Never change. was, if I, if I extended my list to four, Lauren would totally be on there. She would. It, I left her off, essentially, because I knew one of you would talk a lot about Lauren. Both. Huh. I wonder why I thought <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, that specific one of us. Then Yes. <laughs> You <laughs> can't see people, but I'm raising my hand and shaking it very wildly. <laughs> they know, Annie. They know. <laughs> and uh, But I'm sorry. Go on, yes, Chris. The Morrigan, her entrance mostly. Uh, pardon me. The former Morrigan, <laughs> Ebony, again, like riding in on a huge horse with her cape <laughs> and like full, full riding gear, because why not? <laughs> If you live there in that house with the setup that she seemed to have, like, why wouldn't you? Just just go for mm-hmm. it, Ebony, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I also rather enjoyed, really, as always, I, I liked Bo in this episode. And, you know, being compassionate towards the, the weird outcast who, granted, betrayed them, but still, Bo being open-hearted about that sort of thing. I always appreciate. Well, because he's a reminder of her. So, yeah. Her and Kenzie. And I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Like, they did the same thing with Tamsin, essentially. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All the -hmm. the lost souls can find a home at the Crack Shack, apparently. Crack Shack is a magnet for lost souls who need (laughs) t-shirts. The t-shirt. I should have mentioned the t-shirt as my third. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know it I made me it. sad too. Yeah, hey, too. Yeah, I wonder what happened to Dyson's, you know, similar T-shirt mm-hmm. that he had. Anyway, so just to be clear, Annie, the things that made you happy: Lauren's white lab coat, right? No, this is an all-encompassing Lauren blanket statement about everything. <laughs> Lauren in that episode, which was perfect, except docubus sex needed, but. I'm drinking, but I only have Diet Coke. (laughs) (sighs) You know, when she, like, does overkill times 100 on the dart gun, then she's like, maybe somebody else should take the gun. (laughs) 
that was that was excellent that moment yes. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like please let lauren use weapons in every episode and then make jokes afterward that would just make my year uh and then um the second i'm like oh god i can't remember the second or the third things oh <laughs> yeah uh like you guys it was the Morgan's entrance or Ebony's entrance. And I have to say, I totally called that because I, um, it was a couple months ago. I just sent a silly tweet to Emmanuel Vogier and I said, Oh, wouldn't that be great if, you know, you could use your equestrian skills on the show and come riding in on her horse Rose and, you know, just make a badass entrance. And she totally did. So that's why I DM'd, I, I, uh, tweeted her last night and I'm like I totally called it. So, I remember you tweeting that a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I was I was like, "Oh, yeah." But I was just really happy in it. I I read the interview with Emmanuel Vogier and she said that was like one of her best days of filming ever, like fulfilling all her fantasies because she got to ride a horse and I don't believe it was her horse. She said it was a Clydesdale. It was like 18 hands high, which is huge for a horse. So, props to showing off her mad skills with that beautiful entrance with the cape which was just a kicker and uh the third thing i really liked was dyson's storyline but i liked that we finally see his reaction and it's so emotional and you know so strong about vex's his uh role in getting hail killed and kind of the vex Dyson interaction this episode, but I really, yeah, how just, you know, it was more than just brutuitous, just how angry Dyson was and how hurt he was over the loss of Hale. It was nice. Not nice, but it was uh, just a great bit of acting on Chris Holden Reed's part to see him go through those scenes. So I like that part. Well, we got some feedback from Kevin Batchelder, actually, about our episode Big in Japan, but we thought we'd go ahead and play that here and respond to it. Hello, ladies. It's Kevin Batchelder here. Uh, just want to give you some uh, feedback about your most recent podcast about the Big in Japan episode as well. Uh, first off, a big thank you. I know I say it sometimes, but I just want to repeat it in audible form. It's great to have your podcasts every week. Certainly go along with the episodes when you do the uh, shot one earlier in the week, it's neat to have some quick info and then look forward to the full discussion. So it's great. Always love listening to three of you talk about the episode. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Uh, one item uh, that I want to comment on, actually kind of agree with Annie a little bit. Uh, certainly we've mentioned, uh, and you ladies have too, <laughs> I say we, the fandom, how the uh, cast just seems to look even extra sexy, extra good so far this season in the episodes. And I'm going with Annie's reason. I really do think that at least maybe on some subconscious level, part of it is because we know it's the final season. There's only so many brand new episodes. Uh, not that we can't go back and watch them, not that our favorite characters won't look great, but uh, as these things are coming in new to our brains, we're just even, I think, more aware, more conscious of it too. So I do think that's a good part of it on one level. Now, my other big point to bring up, and uh, Annie definitely uh, gets a pass on this one, but for Chris and uh, Steph, I was a little surprised you folks didn't mention any parallels to Buffy the Vampire Slayer with this episode. Not going to give any spoilers for those of you maybe who haven't seen the show, but they were, to me, this was very much like several Buffy episodes. Uh, if you think about it, uh, I could look up episode, you know, numbers and such, but I don't have them on the top of my head. But um, right down to, to Tamsin's comment about the Chosen One. Um, but again, the episode, as you brought up, you know, lots of exposition 
Buffy episodes tend to do that sometimes, you know, catching people up, going through things in discussion form rather than seeing, you know, having our, our, our heroine doubting herself, having her Scooby gang around her, you know, to kind of proper back up, tell they're all there for, I mean, some cases literally all standing around along with the, uh, simple storyline here, very, very cheesy in some parts. And certainly, as you brought up in the episode, the whole Lauren throwing the needle and having it automatically go into the guy, um, and having everyone stand around while Lauren's working on Bo and her injury. I mean, those were classic things we saw in Buffy sometimes because very much like Buffy, it's not so much about the storylines. It is about the characters. So I was a little surprised. Maybe one of you didn't mention that, but maybe it's just me overthinking it or been doing a Buffy rewatch and uh, maybe saw those a little closer. So again, thanks. Great job on the podcast, ladies. Always appreciate it. Look forward to them every week. Hope you all take care. So thank you, Kevin, for your kind words about the podcast. We have a lot of fun doing it. I'm glad to hear people are enjoying these short little episodes earlier in the week. And as far as your comments about last episode, Big in Japan, and its Buffy connections, I totally saw them. I actually literally bit my tongue, I think twice while we were recording, because I I was about to say something about Buffy, and then I stopped myself, because I'm trying not to talk so much about Buffy on my Lost Girl podcast. You do talk about Buffy a lot. (laughs) It'll encourage me to see Buffy one day. Nothing wrong with cross-genre you know, discussions. Well, not cross genre, know, but I, cross, cross show discussions. You know, I just, I, Buffy really is kind of a, a pop culture touchstone for me. So I do talk about it a lot and I was trying not to talk about it so much, but for sure, I saw a whole lot of Buffiness in the, in the previous episode. So how about you, Chris? Did you as well? Well, sure. And, and not just Buffy, to be fair. I mean, I don't know that I specifically thought of other things, but it's, it's very, sort of uh, typical in the genre, right? A lot of the stuff that they had in there, so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much to Kevin for sending us in that feedback. We would love to hear your thoughts about these episodes as they air. We particularly love getting voice messages like Kevin sent because it's super easy to put them in the episodes and you get to say... (laughs) You get to say what you want to say in your own words, and your own tone of voice. I often feel like when I read people's feedback, I may not get their tone or their, you know, how they were trying to articulate themselves quite right. So you can send us a voice message by clicking on the send voicemail tab. It's on the right hand side of our website over at drinksofthedoll.com. You can also call us and leave a voicemail at 972-514-7223. You can also send us an email if you'd like to feedback at drinksatthedoll.com or leave a comment over on the show notes for this episode, drinksatthedoll.com slash 84. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks of the Doll. My name is Stephanie. I want Lauren's dart gun. My name is Annie. And I'm Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.